I have been fed, that's a fact. I have been fed, that's a fact. My credit card purchases get me cash back. My credit card purchases get me cash back. No one else gets these rewards. Sergeant, that is just plain untrue. What in tarnation? Sir, PenFed's PowerCash Rewards Card isn't just for military members. Anyone can get cash back on all purchases. Ah, friggins! You've ruined my favorite song. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Hamburgers. Cheeseburgers. Is there a difference? Who knows? Maybe you'll find out. And I don't know about that. With Jim Jeffries. Also handbags. Hi, this is Jim Jeffries. Welcome to I Don't Know About That with Jim Jeffries. We're here. We're all here. Uh, Luis, uh, Jack, uh, Kelly, Forrest. Uh, we're, we're all here. You know the difference is cheese. Yeah. I don't know about that. Mm. I don't know about that. Well, let's introduce our cheeseburger expert. <laughs> Hello, my name is Bobby Cheeseburgers. I want. I, I. I said to Forrest before we went on. I said oh, I want to talk about a TV show that I watched last night. And he goes, Yeah, but this podcast is coming out three weeks later, and so we watched the baseball last night. Mm-hmm. So I want to talk about that. But fucking Jansen. Fucking, I hope he's fired by now. Or <laughs> well, we've, we've either won the World Series by now, or Jansen's uh, fucked it up. This podcast will probably be out during the World Series, I would think. Fucking Jansen. <laughs> anyway. I'm not sure. Well, and, well, who knows? If we won the game and still fucking Jansen. I like the guy, but fuck me. You, don't even, it doesn't even, you don't even have to say which game. You can just keep saying fucking Jansen because people will be on board with you. Yeah, people know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, I, watched, I watched a documentary yesterday. That I found okay. So I, I, I'm a little bit bored of, and it's probably because I'm in the industry of documentaries about stand-up comedy. I think there's too many of them. Mm-hmm. I know there's one about the Comedy Store, and people are saying it's very good. I haven't been watching it because I, I've seen the history of comedy, the Comedy Store, the thing. Fantastic. I'm laughing. I'm this. I'm dying. I'm dying. I'm, I'm standing up. I'm, I'm falling down. All these things, these different documentaries. I've been in several of them, mm-hmm. right? And, and it's like. I just feel like with comedy now, we've gotten to the point where let's stop talking about it. Let's just be funny. We're always that's why that's why, that's why I didn't do a podcast where we interview comedians all the time. Right. Because I'm sick and tired of hearing us talk about fucking jokes and how we write them and how hard it is in the road and all that type of stuff. And then you know, we have a couple of funny stories. They're fine, but there should be like three of those documentaries. There's like twenty of them now, right? And then I, I and I don't find them inspiring anymore because I think that we talk about stand up comedy in a too magical way, like oh we went to the comedy store and I remember you had to line up and if Mitzi looked at you all the type of stuff, yeah, uh, it's, it's a pretty simple job. You think you're funny, you find places to stand up in a corner, and you tell jokes, and then the corner gets bigger and bigger. Yeah, but you're essentially the subject of these documentaries, which is why they're not magical to you. But for the rest of yeah, us yeah. who are fans, I, I, I know. I know. Serial they're... killers don't aren't tired of watching serial killer documentaries. <laughs> I, too. Bet, I bet they are. <laughs> yeah. I bet you. I, bet I you... get it. You get a body, you stuff it in a uh, in a barrel, you put <laughs> acid in it. Good job. But I don't they're, they're, trouble. they're like he kept it in his freezer. Hack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good pun. Because I always think <laughs> I always think that about like Ted. Bundy where they were like oh he was super smart he was a fucking moron Ted Bundy he was a more how he got away the, the police were stupider which is a word right yeah, sure uh, the police, stupider people yeah they were stupider because what happened with there they just didn't ring each other all he did was drive to different towns but when he was murdering women he was walking up to them going hi I'm Ted 
He didn't even change his name and he drove the same car. And even when the police found out, they go, it's a Volkswagen Beetle. He didn't get rid of the car and get himself a new car. He kept on murdering, calling himself Ted in a Volkswagen Beetle. He didn't change the paint job. He did fucking nothing. It's Johnny Cash's intro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi, my name is Ted. Stab, stab, stab. So I watched the documentary. There's one on Netflix at the moment about Dolly Parton. Oh, I like Dolly Parton. It was one of the most inspiring documentaries I've ever seen. It's on Netflix? It's on Netflix. Yeah. What's it called? It's called Dolly Parton, oh. Here I... <laughs> it's catchy. It's called, it's called Here I Am or something like that. And it's just like... the, the, the She really, in my mind, pulled the... The what do you pull over our eyes? Wool. The wool. The wool over our because we everyone thought <laughs> everyone thought she was like this stupid ditzy blonde and it's it's so it's so much just a character that she just plays and I also like the way she got married she's been married for fifty years and there's like one photo of her husband oh you know really I mean? and then you know you fuck tried to fuck Jolene. You know, that song was written. You know, he got in trouble for that. Oh, is that That's what that is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never really listened to the lyrics. Yeah, she, <laughs> she, kinda like, like, she, like, she was on the road and... Uh, Jolene, I'm begging of you. Please don't take my man. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't listen to... All I know is Jolene. And Jen, like, don't leave what I know. Oh, no, no. <laughs> You're beautiful and down your hair and never... Do, 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 do. Please don't fuck my man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That um, part would have been that yeah. giveaway. Yeah, but she's yeah. in there. <laughs> yeah. and it, basically, yeah. right? But anyway, there's some bank teller that she was on the road or whatever. But anyway, so... The lady wrote so many songs and she has such a lovely disposition and I want to give a shout out to Dolly Parton if you're listening. If you listen, get Dolly Parton on the bloody yeah. podcast. Well, we'll I fucking, out. I love Dolly Parton. I think she's fantastic. What, what will we talk about with her? Dolly Parton, the yeah, life and times of Dolly Parton. The, oh, oh, big tits. No, a big expert and big. T- there's things like you know she has tattoos on her arms, she keeps them covered. She's like a different person. She puts the wig on, she puts the makeup on, and then she's that yeah. character, mm-hmm. and she just steps out. And then at home, <laughs> she's just banging her husband, covered in tats, and fucking. She might be bald. Who knows? Have you been to Dollywood? I haven't been to Dollywood. I, I want to go to Dollywood. It's in Pigeon Forge. And also uh, Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah, she comes right from, in, the, in the Smoky Mountains. She yeah. comes from like a hillbilly. Day. And then you forget, like when when she was in like her twenties and stuff, stunning. Mm-hmm. She was uh, stunningly She's beautiful. Still hot. She's yeah. super like. How I mean, old is she? She'd be in her seventies, late seventies. Let's see. Oh, let's see. Uh, this is Dollywood Wikipedia. I can tell you how old that is. She is seventy-four. <laughs> so I mean, she's still a babe. She'll be for seventy-four years old. Oh, she she looks very plasticky now, but she acknowledges that she she has a lovely disposition. She's funny. She could do stand-up, you know. Like she's telling jokes on stage in between songs. She's that funny. There's recent news: Dolly Parton um, is open to posing for Playboy to celebrate her seventy-fifth birthday. Yeah, she's yeah. gonna get naked. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Did she have a movie last year called Dumplin' or something? She was in a. That was Jennifer. It had something to do with her. Yeah. She had. She had a. She had a TV series on Netflix where each one of because all of her songs are stories. She has a song about like a woman committing suicide off a bridge called The Bridge. And she's just like, and she goes, and this is where I'm going to end it. And then the song cuts because she obviously jumps off the bridge and kills herself. Wow. And she's like pregnant while she does it because she-, she recently came out and people got upset at her. I forget what she said. It was something, I think it was social, it was like Black Lives Matter or something like yeah, that. Yeah, she, 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 
it was definitely a surprise to her fans to find out that she was more liberal. Like, they were <laughs> like, what the fuck well, is this? This is the thing. She won't say anything about politics because she doesn't want to alienate anybody. She did, she, though, recently. Yeah, 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 but she's always with the, um, you know, songs. She's a feminist person right. who, who uh, women's rights and all that type of stuff. And just because I'm a woman, I shouldn't be treated as bad as a man. And these are lyrics that she says, right? And then they ask her in interviews and she's like, well, I just want to make everybody happy and blah, 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 like yeah. that, right? And then I remember like her and Lily Tomlin and Jane Fonda got up and they and they, they were like, uh, they were like, we did nine to five. It was about a misogynistic blah, blah, blah. And Trump was running for president. And they went, and it's more poignant today than ever. And then like like Dolly was like this. Well, we, we have an award to give out. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah. Jane Fonda is like super, super activist. Like yeah, she's yeah. a badass at the forefront of all these things. And so Dolly Parton probably was like, I don't want to lose all of my fans right well, now. Well, 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 well uh, Jane Fonda talks a lot in this documentary. The, th she... the thing about the old Dolly is, right, it's it's like everybody meets and says she's high. I, the last line in The Office, the last line in The Office is is one of my favorite lines in TV history. And it's Ricky Gervais looking down camera and he's just gotten that date and he's all happy. And there was one up point for David Brent. And he goes, he goes um, to get the rainbow, uh, you need the rain. He goes, you know what philosopher said that? Dolly Parton, <laughs> and you thought she was just big tits. <laughs> <laughs> Dolly would looks fun. Nine roller coasters, two oh, yeah, water yeah, rides, fifty rides total. Yeah, yeah, no joke. Yeah, no joke. You can go. Dolly would have a hell of a time. Yeah. Where is it? what country? It's what town? Tennessee, Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. All right, it's well, in the Smoky Mountains. You got hey, up there. Hey, my management, if you're listening, and you you're not, um, but if you are, give <laughs> me get, get me a gig near Dollywood. Jack, you're listening. There's Send not, an email to manager. There's not a lot of cities. Dear manager. It's in, you'd have to go to like North Carolina or even Nashville. If you're in Nashville, you could drive down there. It's it's a little bit of a drive. How many, like a couple of hours from Nashville? I think so. I've driven by it a couple of times. I've never gone. So. Bus tour. Okay. Made, all right. You so. mean all of us going on a bus tour? Let's get to our next God segment. Um. <laughs> I, just, I, I just want to have a shout out. So, so people can contact Dolly. If you know Dolly, if you're there, I want Dolly on the show. I'm a big fan. That would be a great guest for me. I'd like to talk to Dolly Parton. Okay. All right. We're Make on it. Happen. Yeah. I think we're manifesting she, dreams this she, year. She reminds me of my ex, Kate. They're the same thing. They come from small towns and then they were like glittery people and all that type mm -hmm. of stuff. But I, 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 I feel like uh, I can relate to that lady. Knoxville, like, Tennessee is where you'd want to go. Pretty close. Ah, Smaller Knoxville. city than Nashville, but you could still, you could still gig there. Is that where and, the volunteers are? Um, I, I think I think that's yeah, maybe yeah I don't know. Do you reckon? Yeah, I think so. Do you reckon you ever see Dolly just walking around Dollywood? She's ever just on a water slide or N maybe <laughs> I don't know though. I don't think so. <laughs> I'm gonna say no. I like that you took that <clears throat> question seriously. Right, like, <laughs> maybe like, like back in the day, her and Kenny Rogers were sitting in the restaurants. <laughs> we just want to be left alone. Sorry, we're having a meal. <laughs> All right, Jack. Uh, it's time for Jack's segment. Uh, what segment do we have today? I know about that. Wait. Maybe. No, it's now I know about that. Okay. <sighs> now I know about this. I know about that now. We're thinking maybe. Of, we're thinking of buying Now it. I know about this. We're thinking of <laughs> we're thinking of buying an extra <laughs> camera so it. that so that there can be a camera on Jack. Uh, people have requested this. I don't know why, but do you <laughs> it's want me. do you want to be on a camera? You want to be in shot? Right now? Yeah. No, I'm fine. All right, okay. Okay, yeah, I think I think that we've only done this one other time. I'm going back to look and see. I think it was now I know about this or that. Maybe we, we've gone through a couple different titles. Now I know about this, that, and the Just other. Just change okay. it every week. Maybe, yeah. maybe. 
Anyway, hmm. this week is Olympics, and our Ooh. expert was Mark Dyerson. Let's see if we remember. What, what any... episode was that? The, the Olympics Four? episode. I don't know. Oh, I, I, I have it right here. The Olympics was. I think it was like five six, or six. Our sixth six episode. Mark okay. Dyerson. Yeah. All right. First question. Mm-hmm. Why were the Olympics started? Um, uh, the Greeks were up to no good. They're up to no good. Trying to make trouble in the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> they had one little Zeus and he got mad. And they said, you live for your boulder above your head, dad. Wow. Is that, was that the Fresh Prince of Athens? <laughs> <laughs> the Fresh God. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Why was it started? To please the gods. Oh, yeah. And they all ran naked. They all ran naked. Yeah, we knew the naked bit. So that they could be as close to God looking as possible. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, we'll never forget. Because God part. likes to wibble wobble as he runs. <laughs> like, have you ever seen a naked person run? I know. It's like, it's I want to see that annoying. dong flapping. Let's go. Why no, no, would no. You do when that? you're naked, you try to be as still as possible. Yeah. <laughs> well, even a woman, like, boobs are flying. It's like, yeah, it's not good not, naked. Not yeah. Practical. A lot of flopping. They must have been really good athletes then. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there, there, there was some porn star who died. <laughs> <laughs> Got hit in the head with his own thing. Yeah. Uh, what do the five different colors of the rings mean? Uh, the, each one of those colors are in each flag in the world. Each flag has at least one of those colors. All right. And the yes. five circles were the continents. Bingo. Also right. included is the white background that the rings go on. That, that counts as like the sixth color. That was, uh, you learned that. You I didn't learned get that, that right. So you retained the knowledge. That's I retained, pretty good. That's, I remember you got that one wrong. That's so. what this podcast is all about. That's a good one to remember. I forgot about this I one. forgot about uh, it too. I, I knew the answer, but I remember you got it wrong. No, yeah. I did get it wrong, yeah. yeah. And uh, I guess just to be very clear, it's those colors made up every flag that existed in 1915. So it's possible a flag came in and has different oh, colors Oh, yeah, that new now. purple color. Yeah, <laughs> magenta. Who's coming in with Someone think, might have blew it. I still I think know. they have. I think uh, I think it still works, yeah, but I'm not egg sure. Eggshell. <laughs> yeah, lavender. <laughs> Coral. How did, the Olympic, how did the Olympic torch tradition start? Um, uh, it's the, oh, yeah. the Nazis. Uh, the Nazis, uh, it started in Berlin. It was uh, one of the Hitler's type of things. They thought, well, we'll have a torch and we'll run it around. Then we didn't have the Olympics for a while. I can't remember why. But they, they, they retained having the torch afterwards. Yeah, yeah. England was the first one to have the Olympics after that. And they were like, let's 48, keep it. 48, yeah. I think, yeah. when they came back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they were but, like, let's keep this Nazi yeah, thing. Yeah, the, the, the Berlin Olympics. That's another one you learned. Yeah. It was You're the 1936 great. Berlin Olympics. Uh, I'm trying to act like a fucking you in the year. Like I'm just uh, adding uh, to the hey, information. Alex Trebek. I'm adding yeah. to the. Uh, sorry, you didn't say who <laughs> is. Uh, what is Jack being a dickhead? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Doesn't hurt my feelings. Uh, <laughs> what is that's a lie? <laughs> what is I'm crying. <laughs> um, that's why we don't put a camera on him. He's mostly crying. He can't take the abuse. <laughs> what is starting a lawsuit? Uh, <laughs> What is I have lettuce? <laughs> That's an in joke. Yeah, what is an inside joke? Uh, <laughs> I really enjoyed that one. <laughs> uh, and just added information for that, the Nazis wanted to tie the torch back to like ancient Greek tradition. Mm. So they were trying to paint it off like it's ancient Greek tradition, mm. but now we're promoting the Aryan race. Right. So okay. They tried making it historical, but they're liars. Yeah. Um, what shady shit did North Korea do during the 2018 Pyeongchang Olympics? What didn't they do? During the 2018, they're mm-hmm. not allowed to compete. 
But what shitty shit did they do? They did. Some, well, the, yeah, it was in South Korea, the Olympics. Oh, oh, what shitty shit did they do? Um, Pyongyang was in South uh, Korea. Uh, yeah, Pyongyang's North, Pyongyang's South. They, they, they stood on the border and did the chicken dance. <laughs> Close. They Ooh. sent in sex spies. Ah, sex spies. I remember yeah. the sex spies. Yeah. What what they do? They would go have sex with people so they'd be tired for the next day. <laughs> and some people were drugged. Uh, yeah, that makes more sense. Tired is like, oh, I've been having sex with this North Korean woman all day. <laughs> I can't pass up that experience. <laughs> who, knew, who knew Bill Cosby was North Korean? Come in like, hey, don't do it. Kim Jong Un. <laughs> My last question is. What did the 1932 Olympics add to the Los Angeles iconography? Oh, it was palm trees. We had palm trees added to that city. And they were added uh, in other Olympics that happened since. We're getting the Olympics again. We might get more palm trees. Yeah, 88. But yeah, that was our, that was our, that was a dinner party fact. I, le right. I learned three things. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You retained them. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. He knew about that mostly. No, he, he, he does still know about whatever the name of the segment is. The Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I do know about that now. Maybe. Then. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Ding, 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 ding. Coming in. What's on the news? Let's talk about something we could all use more of right now. Sex. Yeah. Great sex. I mean, not right this second, but yeah. yeah right. I don't want to do it right now. I, I Look, I, I'm newly married, so I'm having the sex on the regular. Regular. You know, so that's pretty good. But I can't keep up with my wife. I, I married a younger woman. Mm -hmm. Married a younger woman. Got to use the Bluetooth. Got to use the Bluetooth. Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. Bluetooth.com. That's blue like the color blue. That's spelled B-L-U-E, not B-L-E-W. Don't be an idiot. Bluetooth brings you the first chewable with the FDA-approved active ingredients, the same FDA-active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. You can take them anytime. Day, night, dusk. Mid-morning brunch. You can take them all the time, even on a full stomach or on an empty stomach. Any type of stomach, don't worry about it. Your erections are coming. It's in the post, mate. You've taken the pill. So you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. Blue Chew is made in the USA. USA. American, American workers keeping this country afloat and making babies, which are good for the economy. Blue Chew is made... In the USA, it's prescribed in line by licensed physicians. So you don't have to go to the doctor and wait in line. Oh, I'm always waiting in line. There's people there with the COVID and all that type of stuff. And you're like, get away from me. Don't touch me. And then it turns out I'm at Pink's. Uh, it's even cheaper than a pharmacy. And they prepare and ship it right to you in a discreet package. It doesn't say boner pills. It's just a little brown envelope that That's comes good. to your house. A little sticker on it. You begin to know which parcel it is, and you get excited. <laughs> I get Pavlovian when I when I see the UPS guy. I'm you get a boner when the package arrives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's how good it is. <laughs> so there's no awkwardness, and you don't have to leave your house. Mm. If we've learned anything from COVID, we don't want to leave our houses. It's fun there. If you could benefit from more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance right now. We've got a special deal for our listeners. Come in. Come into the speaker. Come in. Come in. Visit, <laughs> visit, visit bluechew.com and get your first shipment free. No, not the shipping. The actual shipment. Get the pills for free when you use the promo code JIM. J-I-M. 
and just pay five dollars for shipping. That's five dollars for the pill, that's crazy. and you're off. The, you're you're that's off to the races deal. again. That's blue b l u e chew dot com promo code Jim. Try it for free. Blue Chew is a better, cheaper choice, and we thank them for sponsoring this podcast. And remember, when you support our podcast, when you support <laughs> our sponsors. You help make this podcast possible. Without the sponsors, we're not going to do it anymore. So please use the promo code Jim at bluechew.com. Erections are waiting. The holiday season is here. You know, exciting, spooky Halloween, average Thanksgiving, <laughs> massively fun Christmas, and confusing and somewhat enjoyable Hanukkah. <laughs> and holiday shoppers are buying more stuff online than ever before. If you're an online seller, are you struggling to keep up? Probably. Get your ship together with ShipStation. When you're selling online, get a massive amount of orders out quickly. It can be tough to do that. Very tough. When you're selling online, that's what happens. I read the same line. <laughs> which shipping character carrier? Which shipping character could you use? Shelly the shipper? Mm. Captain Blackheart. I'll yeah. start again. Dr. Tugboat. When you're selling online, get a massive amount of orders out quickly. Can be tough. That can be very tough. Yeah. Reading which, can be tough which, too. Which shipping carrier should you use? There you go. So many. Are you getting the best rates? Will it be delivered on time? That's a big one for me, being delivered on time. That's why my choice is ShipStation.com. It is the fastest, easiest, and most affordable way to manage and ship your orders in just a few clicks. In a few clicks, you're managing orders, printing out discounts, shipping labels, and getting out your products out fast. The result is happier holidays for you and your customers. But more importantly, your customers. Keep your customers happy. That's how you keep a good company going. Forrest, I haven't asked you about your uh, Etsy rock shop lately. You haven't, no. How's, how's it going? You know, I thought COVID that we'd take a downturn. It turns out people were ordering more rocks wow. during COVID. So it's <laughs> going pretty good. Yeah. Um, ShipStation helps online sellers get orders out quickly. You save money on shipping costs and keep customers happy no matter where you're selling. Shopify, Amazon, eBay, your own website. ShipStation brings all the orders into one simple interface, making them really easy to manage from any device, even your cell phone, even a rock hound like me. <laughs> ShipStation works with all major characters, including USPS, FedEx, UPS, even international. Huh? That means overseas, people. Oh. Overseas, you're shipping stuff. Wow. You can compare and choose the best shipping solutions every time, every bloody time. They even offer big discounts on shipping costs. Now, any business can access the same postage discounts that are usually reserved for large Fortune 500 companies. I'm a big company, I, <laughs> I get all the discounts. I don't let anyone else get discounts. Well, not anymore! <laughs> You'll always be getting the best deal as well. No wonder ShipStation is the number one choice of online sellers. You ship more in less time. With the best rates. That's ShipStation. And next? Make ship happen. Oh, no, we've got another page. <laughs> You're closing it up then. And now, <laughs> and, and right now, I don't know about that with Jim Jeffries. Listeners can try ShipStation free for 60 days. When you use the offer code Jim, J-I-M, make sure your business can meet the demands of this massive online shopping season. Get started at ShipStation.com today. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in Jim. 
That's ShipStation.com. Then enter the code Jim. ShipStation.com. Make shit happen. Ship. Make ship happen. <laughs> Make ship happen. <laughs> All right. Um, let's introduce our guest for today. Please welcome to the show, Andrew Yang. All right. Let, let, let do the questions. I think it's Andrew, Andrew Yang. <laughs> <laughs> well, I always give you that. I always give you that. <laughs> you really blew it there, Forrest. He always says yeah, their name. Took it away. <laughs> <laughs> I always say their name, but yes, but I'm I'm sure you know who Andrew Yang. I, is. I know who Andrew Yang is. We talked about Andrew Yang on the Jim Jeffrey show. Yeah, I I I know who he's. Uh, he ran for president in 2016 and in 2020 in the primaries. 2016. Uh oh, off to a bad start. Is that right? Is that right? Yeah, 2016. Yeah, he was in 2016. Yeah, 2016 and 2020. Did you run for president in 2016? That's when we were on the. Definitely not. Oh. <laughs> well, wait, Jeffrey show wasn't airing yet. Wait, what was the? It was a primary because the, the elections are so long now. It was two years ago, like they, they started. We start or like a year and a half ago that they started. The, all there was all the Democratic. So just uh, for twenty twenty nominees. Okay, so it was just this one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, felt like already a blown long, it. It feels blown. like a long time. It does feel like ten years ago. It is. <laughs> uh, universal income. Close. Yeah, it's yeah a thousand bucks a person or yeah, two thousand. I think a thousand bucks a person. We're, we're not doing that yet, though. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I know stuff. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> second, second generation immigrant, mm -hmm. I believe, because I remember this. He's a, you're a similar age to me. I'm 43. I can't. I don't know, you, but I remember this. You're a similar age to me, and yep. Uh, second gener generation. I, 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 yeah, no, I'm going to make has a, a guess. Either China or Taiwan, and I'm going to say Taiwan because Yang is the name of the actor from Fresh Off the Boat. Am I right on that one? He is correct. Yeah. Scary, Jim. It's a little warm in here. No, no, no. I'm a big fan of immigrants, man. I'm a big fan of immigrants. I look, I, I envy you because I can't run for president. I, I feel like that's that's the, you got to change that when you become president. Not for yeah, everyone. It's a lost opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. America's lost. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> um, yeah. So we, we wanted to, uh, we're going to talk to you today about uni universal basic income. Universal basic yeah. income. Okay. But we figured before that, we'd just talk a little bit about running for president. What's that like? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> It, it's a little bit like being a stand-up comedian, honestly. You go to groups of people, they're like, what are you going to tell us? And then you try and get them engaged. Uh, in in my case, it was a vision for the country that people get excited about. Um, but um, it was a massive learning experience, a great journey. Uh, by the end, we had hundreds of thousands, even millions of Americans behind us. Uh, you never forget that. Uh, met thousands of people on the trail. The best thing is I'm still married. Woohoo! My, hey! wife's, like, hey! <laughs> my wife's like, yeah, we're still in it. Is so, she, is she, is uh, she it happy it's over? Journey. Is she happy it's over? Is your wife happy it's over? Or did she enjoy the process as well? My wife is happy it's over. Uh, she joined me on the trail in the home stretch. And then we had like a tour bus and the kids came and had some uh, family memories and experiences. But I was on the road for the better part of two years. And 
she didn't see a whole heck of a lot of me. A little bit, again, like being a, a traveling um, uh, it entertainer. Is, that might this be is, the reason you're is, still married. This is very close to being a stand-up comedian. <laughs> Every, everything you described is exactly the same, except I do it drunk. Um, <laughs> you may have. You may have. I, I, you had a lot of ideas. <laughs> he was trying to give away money. He might have been drunk. <laughs> but I, 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 yeah, the whole thing is like when you, when, when you get in a relationship or you're in a relationship, and you do stand-up comedy for the first year they're like this is great and they come on the road with you everywhere and then you're like hey i'm doing a gig in ohio and they're like ah oh, wait to that uh las vegas one yeah. anyway. <laughs> I, and i don't know if you're if this is something you would even say or do you think you'd run again in the next election or i mean hopefully i mean maybe we'd have an incumbent but who knows yeah. well, I, i'm committed to just trying to solve the problems that i ran on so if that's uh, as a candidate again, I definitely consider it. Uh, but you know, right now, like my, I'm focused on trying to help Joe and Kamala win and solve the problems here and now because there are a lot of people struggling. Joe and Kamala, so he's a Democrat. All right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, so, <laughs> so anyway, so so uh, like when you say run again, you're a young man. You're in your 40s, I believe. 40s. Yeah, that's yep, right. Yep. Um, you've got. 30 years if if yeah. the if the current presidential race is anything to go by we we can see you in 2050 would that even be a year that, that we'd run for that's an odd number <laughs> i don't know i don't think so 2052 so, no. it could be because it's 30 no i don't think so yeah 2052 <laughs> that might be wrong too <laughs> i'm just saying that's some that was some fast math there jim okay i'm not going to say it because i might be wrong. did you do a campaign that that said the word math Yes. I okay. Did. All right. I remember. And it was make America <laughs> talk happy or something. It was something. I'm not sure. Yeah. This is not part of that. We're not talking about that as far as the questions I'm going to ask. I know, but so. I like recalling facts. Yeah. I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you know what it means? Do you know what it, it was make America think? Think? Don't ask me. Think? Yeah. Make America think harder. Well think done, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There we yeah. are. Make it America did. think harder. It didn't work on Jim. All right. Uh, <laughs> it did. I was, I was thinking hard. It did, clearly. I was he thinking. He remembered math. He remembered it stood for something. Yeah. And that's 90%. I'm, I love that this podcast is going to form formulate Jim's conversations moving forward, just meeting somebody and just shouting out facts well, this at them. Is, but this is the thing. This is a man that I support and like. Yeah. Imagine people who I don't even pay attention to. Oh, that's going to be rough. Yeah. yeah. Do you know who Scott Andrew Yang is? Scott Andrew Yang, that's a person. <laughs> wow. oh, you're gonna like, you're gonna like yeah. this. Then. He is running. What is he running for? One uh, of the judge seats. He's running for one of the judge seats in Los Angeles for Judge 2020. Yeah, and and he used to only go by Scott Yang, but on the ballot now and on his website, it says Scott Andrew Yang, and I feel like maybe he's taking advantage of it. It's funny, yeah, his, 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 when you his Google, real name. But. When you Google Scott Andrew Yang, his website comes up first, and then it's images for Scott Andrew Yang, and it's just all pictures of you. <laughs> so, so. so you're helping him out a little yes. bit. Yes. <laughs> Running those Google searches yeah. since 2019. I, I, um, I voted for the first time yesterday. For the first time I voted in an election. And, uh, in the United yay! States. In the United States, yeah. I did. Because I Welcome. Welcome to our political process. Thank so you. Exciting. Thank you. I, I've been a citizen for a couple of years, and this is my first opportunity. And um, it's not easy. I thought I'd just go, I'd tick the Biden box, and then I'd call it, a, oh, I, oh, I told everyone who I voted for. Uh, anyway, so, so I thought I'd do that. And then all of the propositions, man, it's a lot of reading. 
voting in America. Yeah. In Australia, it's just yeah, like... all the reading I read to you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Jack, Jack read it to me because I don't can get things in. In Australia, we just have a dunk tank and a couple of balls. And we, we, we throw it at whichever contestant we like. There's not a lot of reading. Oh, I thought you just tied a ribbon to a kangaroo and then just uh, whichever one won. The yeah, blue yeah, one or the red the one. the country's always going forward. Yeah. Um, okay, let me properly introduce... I'm excited, Jim. I'm so glad that you're you're like a voter now the first time I, that's another important uh ritual you know where like you became a citizen and now you voted what's I, left what's left of the american experience well i I, I have an american child I've, i can't be president i've reached the top of the top <laughs> Maybe the taxes. i could be governor yep. but then you know what change can i make doing that <laughs> 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 you should yeah. definitely do the Schwarzenegger plan, Governor. Be the oh governor no, no, I've already, I've already you. knocked up one of my maids. So. <laughs> Halfway there. <laughs> yeah, I think you have to be a citizen for five years, and then you can run for governor. All right, I'm, like I'm ready. Yeah, I'm so ready to go. I've got there. ideas. Uh, let me properly introduce you, uh, Andrew. Andrew Yang is an entrepreneur, author, philanthropist, and former 2020 presidential candidate. Andrew's nationwide support, known as the Yang Gang, propelled him to seven Democratic primary debates, outlasting six senators, four governors, three members of Congress, two mayors, and one secretary. Andrew then founded Humanity Forward, an organization built to realize the vision and ideas of his presidential campaign. Through both advocacy and action, Humanity Forward's vision is to foster a human-centered America that measures each person for their intrinsic value, not their economic value. Uh, he has a podcast called Yang Speaks, and you can find that at Yang's, yangspeaks.com and Humanity Forward. Uh, has a website at movehumanityforward.com. Thanks for being here, Andrew. Thanks for being here. Um, so what that was a great intro. Yeah. Look at my team. Yeah, yeah. 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 And he, that was off the top of his Five head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just, just improv. <laughs> 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 yes, and. Um, so here's what we're going to do now is uh, we are going to talk about universal basic income, Jim. Yes. Um, and I'm going to ask Jim a series of questions. First, he's going to tell me everything he thinks he knows about universal basic income. I'm going to ask him a series of questions to prod him along. And then after that time period, we're going to go to the expert and see how you did on the questions. Okay. Zero through 10, 10 being the best, Andrew. And then Kelly's going to grade him on confidence. I'm going to grade him on et cetera. Uh, zero through 10, you're bankrupt. There's a total scores. 11 through 20, living paycheck to paycheck. 21 to 30, Scrooge McDuck. So are you ready? Yes. Okay. What is universal basic income? Um, it's giving everybody the same amount of money each month so they can make, meet their basic needs. Okay. Okay. And do you want to know his plan or yeah. just? Not, well, just I'll, I'll get, we'll get to it. Yeah. Okay. Um, are there any other names it's known by? Um, no, it's, it's money givey in Australia. <laughs> oh, it is? Yeah. We call it the money givey system. Mm. Oh, that's a good one. That's um, catchy actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too wise. And in Britain, school, don't tell anyone I gave you this. All right. It's like an uncle. It's like an uncle at a party. You slip check. Don't tell anyone. All right. Just fucking take I, it. So take it. I should have. I should have called it the money givey. Yeah. yeah. You fucked up. Write it down. Um. Uh. Why? Why would this be good? Why, because you get like I believe I I I maybe often this I believe Andrew said one thousand dollars per month per citizen. And everyone gets it, which I like because I, I often get pissed off that the rich get ignored in these <laughs> these things. And I was like, it's just a nice, fair thing. Oh, yeah. So what, what was your question? <laughs> I was asking, what, why is it good? What good would it? What well, is it's why good, is it it's good because it makes everyone pay their basic things, food, 
and you know some bit of medical whatever everyone everyone can pay for things they can pay and it's better than having food stamp system and I, i don't know if it's a conjunction with the food stamp system but it's like you know that way we can essentially say when someone comes in what did you do with your thousand dollars right when there's like i don't have any money what did you do with your thousand dollars and then you can people can budget okay like it's not a lot of money but it's just enough to feed yourself and do all that type of stuff all right um how far back does this idea go of like basic income and then who thought of it first korag the caveman uh, korag <laughs> Korak is that with Korak. a K or a C? Yeah, with a K. Okay. Idiot. Is that the same as Korak the Tripper or <laughs> no, is it a different guy? Different. Korag. Korag. Oh, my no, God. I, I, it would go back to uh, in America or worldwide. Who conceived it? See, For, I, first idea of it ever. God, it wasn't. It wasn't like a, on this planet. It wasn't like <laughs> Karl Marx or anything, was it? <laughs> Oh, uh, the Marx Brothers? Yeah, it's the Marx Brothers. Chico. <laughs> <laughs> Gra- Groucho Marx did it. It, it wasn't Harpo because he didn't say anything. So Karl Marx, you Chico think it was, a, it was a communist thing? I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I would say it goes back to the first person to do it was the 1980s. And mm-hmm. it was, uh, it was. Uh, it wasn't Joe Finkel? Nah, let's say, <laughs> let's say it was ever running against Reagan. I know a lot about America. <laughs> Against Reagan. Yeah. All right. was, was was this on the citizenship test? <laughs> it, it, it was not. I got some, I got some easy ass questions. Name three states that border with Canada. I knocked it out of the park. <laughs> Arizona. Um, uh, what do critics of this of, of universal basic income say? Critics. Well, in America, everything. Any, anytime someone wants to give you anything, they 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 call you a socialist or they call you a communist or anything like that. And they say that people will mistreat this thing. Now, I come from a socialist country with health care and housing. And I, I lived in another one in Britain and all that type of stuff. And I, I think socialism gets a bad bad rap. I, I, people people mix it up with nasty things. And I think it's a it's a good thing that you, you should take care of people and all that type of stuff. Um, so it's a form of socialism? Mm-hmm. I think it's a form of socialism, yeah. But I don't... Maybe Andrew doesn't like that term himself. I don't I don't know. But, but uh, what Maybe was the wrong. question? I was just saying, what do critics say? Critics say. <laughs> crit- this is a tactic Jim does when he doesn't know something, Andrew. He says, like, and in England, they have tea twice a day. And anyways, we're no, talking criti- about space. Critics say that we can't be trusted can't with be money. Trusted. We can't be trusted. If you give us a thousand bucks, we, the people, will go and gamble it or buy prostitutes. And that's only part of what we'd do with it. Right. Okay. The other things we'd do, we'd buy food and cigarettes. How... <laughs> Is universal basic income different than welfare? Um, everybody gets it. Uh, welfare is only for the people who need welfare, but everybody gets universal income. So it's all even and fair. Okay, that's it? Yeah, man. Okay. You know that you are probably missed something when I ask. Is that it? Okay. Uh, uh, and Shit. So everyone gets it. I was going to say, how is it decided who gets it? You're saying everyone. <laughs> that's your answer. Um, Anyone who's a citizen or... Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think illegal immigrants can get it because they don't have the documentation. How, how would a country be able to afford to do this? Um, you can't afford to do it because when you do that, oh, fuck, I know how this works. You math. Know, the, the math America. actually works Make out America think harder. that people will, will be able to do things like go for job interviews and stuff like that, and it'll all turn things around. Because we have the basic income to fit our base needs, then we'll be able to work and put money back into the system, and we won't be taking welfare. Other people won't be taking welfare from the other system, and so it'll all even out or improve. 
and I'm probably way out on that. But that's, said a lot of words there. That's, <laughs> sounds it's, smart. It's it's the giving and the taking and the holding, giving and, and taking. the sharing, giving, taking, holding. Yeah. Okay, I'll write that down. Giving, I got it. Taking, it holding. All right. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. It was a Joey reference from Friends. No, I know. Okay. <laughs> um. Uh. How? Yeah. How could we be sure that people would spend their money responsibly? Well, you can't be. You can't be. But here's the thing: you got to give them a go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Couple more questions here. Um, how many countries, or have any countries ever tried uh, universal basic income? And if so, which ones? I'm going to say yes. Okay. Uh, you know, do you know how many, or do you know which ones? Malta and Spain. Malta? Yeah. And mm -hmm. Spain, huh? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there you go. Malta. You love Malta. I died in Malta. <laughs> you yeah. did die in Malta. <laughs> <laughs> there was that article that said Jim, Jim died in Malta. There was a whole like, the thing that I had a car crash in Malta. <laughs> I've never been to Malta. The thing was, I was in the car crash, I was driving a really shitty car. It was like a $600 car. <laughs> the best car. was the picture they used, too. It was like you were completely disheveled in the airport. A, they didn't use any it professional was a picture pictures. Of me, it, was, it, it was a picture of me hungover at LAX. <laughs> by TMZ yeah, being yeah. interviewed about something and I hadn't done my hair and I just like, there's, there's professional shots. Yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, how, uh, how is support for universal basic income? Like, what do you think? How many Americans do you think support it? Like percentage wise? Um, I believe 30% of Americans support. Oh, I believe, no, fuck it. 80%. 80. Yeah, I believe people, oh no, you would have won. Um, 45. 45. Yeah. Final answer? Final answer. Okay. Lock it in. All right. We're done with the questions. All right. All right. Uh, thanks for waiting there, Andrew Yang, patiently. On a scale of zero to 10, 10 being the best, how did Jim do in his knowledge of universal basic income? I'm going to give Jim an eight. I thought that, that Jim actually got the substance of it a, a lot. Um, you should also know that uh, I'm a fan of Jim's ever since the um, like that viral uh gun comedy bit where you talked about like the gun uh gun laws in the u.s and then i saw i've seen your specials uh i saw oh, your you. um your discussion of me and the campaign during because my team was like hey check it out jim jeffries like uh you know uh used a clip <laughs> um so you should know i'm a fan of yours and if there was a test on anything to do with you i would do pretty well too uh, oh, oh, oh. romance yeah, yeah. All, right, all right get a room you two <laughs> Yeah, the, I I remember I worked on 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 Jim's show, and I remember I remember we had a clip of some people that you were that, that run an experiment giving um, some people um, the stipend, and then they asked if they'd vote for you, and they go, "Yeah, maybe." That was one of the clips. Yeah, one of them went, "I probably 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 would." Yeah, and you were like, "Probably, <laughs> <laughs> probably." He's offering you twelve grand a year, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, uh, Kelly, confidence. How do you do? I feel like he started at like a 15 with confidence yeah. and then really trailed down even though he was doing okay. So I, I'm going to, uh, he went down to like a seven. I'll give him a 12. 12. Yeah. All right. Oh, wow. Okay. wow. We're, yeah, we're just averaging it out. All right. So we started high. Really I'm at, ended I'm low. at 20 already. All right. I'm going to give, on setter, I'm going to give a two because the two of you are an adorable couple. So, <laughs> so that's a total of 22. You're Scrooge McDuck. It's pretty good. That's all right. Yeah. What else? Scrooge, Scrooge? Scrooge McDuck is a terrible stereotype, which shouldn't happen in our society. Of ducks? Well, won't anybody think about a duck? Well, this is, this is the thing. There's, there, there's a myth that, well, it's not that much of a myth. I lived there, but that Scottish people are stingy. 
with their money that they that they because oh, I used to my tickets for Edinburgh used to be six pounds to come and see me, and then you'd hear like, ah, oh, can't come, Jim, eight pounds. You know, they they wouldn't go for eight yeah. quid. Yeah. I think I, I think I think remember you saying this, and we really bash Scotland a lot in this in this uh, this podcast so far. I like Scotland, just yeah. the Iron Brew, and I tell But I think it's a bit <laughs> of a stereotype making him Scottish. Yeah, well, anyway, there you go. That's you like, I was wondering what stereotype you were talking about. Because <laughs> 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 I, like, yeah. I use yeah. that thing. I I, <laughs> I, I, I I use a Scrooge McDuck joke. I I love Scrooge McDuck. It's just that he should have a broken skull. Anytime you dive into a pit of coins, yeah. don't think you're swimming. Uh, <laughs> you should just be with a broken neck, just laying there going, oh. <laughs> land on it. That's the moral of the story. <laughs> if you make a coin vault and you try and dive in. Yeah, always uh, have notes. So, uh, okay, so that, one, yeah. one thing I just wanted to throw out to you about uh, the, the support for universal basic income. The latest surveys are something like 55% of Americans are for it. Uh-huh. Uh, and 82% of Americans are for cash relief during the pandemic. Uh, in part because money went out and everyone enjoyed it. So just letting you know what the numbers are right now, uh, that number did go up a lot. You were like, well, he would have won if enough people were for it. So your numbers were actually pretty good, uh, but support has shot up uh, over the past number of weeks. Yeah, right. surprisingly. Where's that money? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I know, I know that like. Didn't didn't the government give us some money or something to twelve hundred dollars? Seven months. It depended ago. on your income. Oh, I didn't get it. Yeah, it depend on your income. I didn't get. It. I know in Australia they gave money to a few. There was in an Australian campaign. One of the people ran and they said, and they won and they said, if you vote me, you'll get like two grand. And yeah. everyone went, all right then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and they they all you know the whole country. Maybe got, you should run an end. I mean, in Australia, Andrew seems like it. Oh, Australia, yeah. Australia would eat you up, mate. They'd fucking love your plans. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I do have some Aussie fans. I see them online where they're like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, come on over here. We need someone like you. Oh, yeah, so no. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, you do well in Australia. Um, yeah, Amos is a big fan. Of, of, of it. Um, all right. So what is basic? Uh, what is universal basic income? Jim said everyone gets some dollars, but I think there's is there more to that. Or can you just give us a, a, a more succinct explanation, please? Universal basic income is a policy where every member of a society gets a certain amount of money to meet your basic needs, no questions asked. So he was essentially right. Uh, you know, there, there are some names for it that we can get into. <laughs> I called it the freedom dividend, uh, but guaranteed annual income is another uh, name it's gone by, guaranteed income. Uh, negative income tax is sort of a cousin to, to the idea where it says if you make below a certain amount, then we true you up to that amount. Um, so it's slightly different than universal basic income, but it's it's related. I would call it the give them what they want plan. <laughs> oh, that's good. Or give it something catchy so people can get call, into it. You call it freedom dividend. That's freedom a- dividend. Americans are always putting freedom in things and stuff like that. I'll tell you what you call it. Boom shakalaka. Mm. Like that. You go, the boom shakalaka plan. So when people go to their ATM and they see it, they go, ah, boom shakalaka. Like that. <laughs> Uh, Where were you when I was launching my campaign, Jim? He's like, what is this polling data, freedom dividend crap? It's boom shakalaka. I thought it was money givey. Money givey, I've I've grown tired of that. Already? (laughs) Um, uh, How far back does this idea go and and who thought of it first? Is there a person that thought of it first? So the the person I attributed to from early on here in America is Thomas Paine was was for it when uh, the country was founded. And then uh, Martin Luther King was big for it in the 60s. So it's been around for a long time. Um, It goes even back before 
Thomas Paine to some like Greek philosophers and that jazz, but I never went back that far. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I didn't think Americans would care if I was like Aristotle. <laughs> Everybody they wouldn't, gets, you were right. Yeah. Everybody gets two olive branches every month. <laughs> That's what you live on. Um, so uh, why would this be good? Like how would this, why Why are you saying that this would help the country? Well, everyone gets a thousand bucks first. No, I know, but I'm That's not, why it would uh, be good. Uh, yeah, I got that. Well, I thought Jim did a good job explaining it. It's like, you know, it's like uh, you'd have enough money to, to pay for food and uh, clothing and basic needs uh, and give everyone a shot. You, you could create a ton of jobs and opportunities. I mean, looking at right now during the pandemic, you have all these business owners who are going to shut their doors forever and like get money into their hands, their customers' hands, like there's a chance they'd survive. Um, so th there, there are tons of benefits. It makes us healthier, mentally healthier, more trusting, more optimistic, improves relationships. It gives women the ability to walk away from abusive jobs and relationships, you know, recognizes stay-at-home parents as actually having value. So there are a lot of things about it that would be transformative. And it seems fair because everyone gets it. It's not particularly like uh, partisan or ideological. It's not left or right. It's forward. Everyone can get behind it. Um, Republicans and conservatives look at it and say, you know what, like, I prefer this to a giant new government bureaucracy. People on the left love it because it helps uh, alleviate poverty and gives families a shot. So there's so many good things about it. Really, like I'm walking around the country when I was launching my campaign, I was just like, how can we not be for this? Come on, guys. <laughs> what, what, I like, What's going on here? what I like about it is it's simple. Every time there's a stimulus plan or a this and that, and you have to qualify and you have to do this amount of money and this amount of this and that amount. And what you said, like people getting out of abusive relationships and stuff like that, it's just simple because you can't put that on a form to get money. Right. You know, you can't right. go, oh, my husband slaps me around a bit or whatever. All right. You, you, you know what I mean? You can't do that. Yeah. So, so it's just a simple thing that's fair and across the board and... And uh, so critics, like what have what are what do critics say, or is it like like what are, what do they and how would you shoot that? Jim, down? Jim hit Jim hit a lot of the big ones too here, where he's like, oh, people won't know what to do with it. Uh, how can you afford it? And then he addressed the big points too, which is, look, the money is going to circulate back through the economy and over over and over again. So you're going to get a lot of it back. You're going to save a ton of money on things like incarceration and healthcare uh, and uh, homelessness services and a bunch of other things. And crime will go down. Uh, I was just sorry? saying crime will go down as well. Crime will go down. Like how much, uh, how much crime is born of deprivation and desperation that would be alleviated uh, through this. So the, the criticism and, but Jim also hit, hit the nail on the head where a lot of people in America just uh, jump and say socialism. Anytime it seems like something positive is going to happen for people. Mm. Um, and what I said to folks, is on Fox and other places, because uh, I was on Fox a fair amount, was, look, this isn't socialism. This is capitalism where income doesn't start at zero. Right. Uh, you know, this actually makes it so that businesses function better and markets operate better. Markets operate much less well when people can't participate and you don't have a middle class. Mm. Uh, so uh, this is something, again, that people can get behind from every part of the aisle. Uh, but those are the main objections. Jim's instincts around this stuff are very, very strong. Mm. Thank you. you could be governor. <laughs> well, you're gonna have to run on this platform, so <laughs> he um, just steals Andrew's entire yeah, platform. Steal his name, like the no, judge all, did. All, all, Jim Andrew Yang. All I do is I run against Andrew in the primaries, and I go like this: thousand and fifty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way to beat him. 
as everyone keeps bidding more. I've changed my platform. It's twelve hundred now. Um, uh, how is basic income different than welfare? Jim said everyone gets it, so that's definitely right. Is there any other differences? Or I guess you said it right. You don't yeah, have to qualify. You don't have to qualify yeah. for it. Uh, part of it too is that existing programs uh, do have some paperwork and, and process, but also. Uh, some negative incentives attached to them where if you do better, then you get less. And I had people say to me in Iowa, it's like, look, I want to work part time. I'm getting benefits right now and my benefits will go down if I do this new part time job. Yeah. And I wish I didn't have to make that kind of choice. Um, so that's something that existing welfare programs do have included. I'm not someone who thinks that uh, universal basic income replaces every program under the sun. Uh, but you have to look and say some of these programs right now. Have, uh, are not designed very well. Here's something, here's something that I've never known about America. Do you have a standard government pension when you're old? The government just gives you an amount of money? Because my father lives on a pension, mm -hmm. right? And I don't know, it's, I think it's 300 Australian dollars a week or, so, or around about that. He gets it every, every week. If you work for the government, you get a pension. Oh, no, it, some labor unions will give you a pension. Yeah, I know you can get a pension through your job, but, but the government just doesn't give you a pension. No. No. See, this would be good because All this right. would... Sorry, go ahead. You, the the equivalent of what you're talking about is social security. Yeah. Sorry, that's what I'm trying to uh, say. Which yeah. got said, yeah. The 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 problem is that you don't just get social security. The way it works is that every year you work, some of your money goes into social security, and then it uh, accrues over time, and then theoretically you get it back when you retire. Well, we have that as um, well in Australia. Superannuation, they call it. You put it you put it when you work. But even if you've never worked in your whole life in Australia, you can be on unemployment benefits, and then you can go straight to the pension. Oh. Right, and you'll always get paid a little bit amount of money. Yeah, because someone in a household, like in a married household, might not be working. One of their spouses might be working, and the other one might not Look, be. And then they're not getting social security here. So I like this idea because there is a chance that I could piss all my money up the wall. Right, I'm an irresponsible person. You never know what could happen. And it's old people, old people would get this money. Old people who are living in digs and have bills and all type of stuff who can't work. Is this is why it's good? Yeah. Uh, asked if any countries ever tried basic. Universal basic income, which ones? Jim said yes, Malta and Spain. Yeah. Stand by. You know, the, the Spain thing, I think you might have seen a headline because Spain just announced that they're going to be uh, running pilots on this. Wow. Uh, they're pilots. Yeah, I was like, wow. I wonder if he... <laughs> <laughs> like he I think he, he guessed that. that I, was trying to say, I, I was about to say something Spanish. Yeah. I was like this. Oile or something. Oile. And then I couldn't think of the word. Oile. It's in like, a, a Spanish deli. Yeah. <laughs> Tapas. That's what they Barcelona. say. Barcelona. Yeah. You could say yeah. de nada. So, so the other, the other countries that have done similar things, um, some of the Scandinavian countries have... Uh, have run pilots or they have the equivalent in, in many respects, their social safety net. And then some of the petro uh, economies have done it uh, in the Middle East where everyone uh, gets a certain amount of oil money. And the biggest example in the U.S. is that Alaska, everyone gets 1500 a, a year or so also from oil, um, the petroleum dividend. So if you have a family of four in Alaska, you get $6,000 a year, essentially. What? Uh, no questions asked. Everybody? Didn't Everybody in Alaska what? gets money? Huh. Yeah, even kids. Like so, again, if you have like two adults, two kids in a household, everyone gets fifteen hundred. Even Sarah Palin's grandchildren. <laughs> <laughs> yep. They all get it. I don't know if they live there, but yeah, if they do. Yeah. Which Scandinavian countries might get get the universal income? So Finland ran a large scale pilot, um, and all the Scandinavian countries and Denmark have very very robust safety nets that are kind of similar to Australia. 
uh, even revved up a little bit. But like, like they, they don't deserve it, the Scandinavians, because they can all earn so much money off a fans-only site. <laughs> They're such good-looking people. Like, they don't need universal income. Uh, yeah, the oil companies. I remember, I think we did an episode on Saudi Arabia, and I, and I think they said that, um, the, guy that the professor we had on, he was saying that oh, yeah. almost everybody works in oil, and then that all this money is... I guess the uh, sovereign wealth of the countries, or so. I guess Norway's. Oh yeah, every it. everyone in Saudi Arabia gets the money, do they? Not everybody. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't every, Saudi Arabia. I think I think I, think I, could, was, I could I could probably think of half the population who might be. Maybe it was UAE <laughs> not getting know. as much as the other half. <laughs> okay, maybe not. <laughs> the kids. Um, and uh, where I don't know where we're at here. Oh, and um, so the Freedom Dividend—that's your program, but it's basically universal basic income, correct? Is that? Yeah, that's right. Um, is this so if if uh, I mean, I guess maybe it, Biden would have to get elected. But if he gets elected, is this like for the freedom dividend? What you're trying to do with this? Is this something you're going to try and help to get him to get implemented? Or do you think he'd be against it? Or is that something you can speak on? Now, this know. is interesting to me. Yeah, Can you pitch this to Biden? Like even even though it's yeah. you ran it on your campaign, can you go, hey, Joe, come over here. Hey. Uh, of course. I mean, I pitch people on this all the time. <laughs> so uh, Kamala came out for a plan that is very ambitious like this. It's She said uh, 2000 a month for everyone during the pandemic. Um, and that's a bill that's in Senate. Uh, you know, it, it didn't have enough support to pass. So Kamala is excited about it. Joe's all for different ways that we can, frankly, just to help people because he knows how deep the suffering is. And now you have dozens of mayors around the country, including Los Angeles and Stockton uh, and St. Paul and Atlanta, who all have come out and said we need basic income uh, and they're running trials in their cities. So this is here to stay. This is not solely like Andrew Yang's campaign. Um, we can all see what's happening around us. Uh, and Joe and Kamala, I think, are, are going to be open to different types of solutions, including this one. This is like when you when the new iPhone comes out, right? Uh, why do I wait so long to get it? I know I'm going to get it anyway. I might as well get it right away. Like this is going to come into action, if not in a few years, maybe 20 years or whatever. It's going to happen. We're going to get universal health care. So why, why drag our feet? Let's just get onto it. Give me a thousand bucks. <laughs> Amen, brother. Seriously, because my argument was like, look, AI is coming down the pike. It, like Google just announced that they can have artificial intelligence do the work of call center workers. There are two million Americans who work in call centers right now making 10 to 12 bucks an hour. Like we know we're going to end up doing this or something like this. So why... Why fuck around, really? Yeah. You know, like, 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 let's and these corporations, they're going to have less employees, so they're going to have less expenses. So we tax them ever so slightly higher, and then we'll get a thousand bucks. Mm -hmm. oh, I, I don't know about the tax thing. I'll make that up. Yeah, but <laughs> and you mentioned AI too. It's like the driverless cars. Everyone keeps talking about that, but the amount of jobs that I've read about that between, uh, you know, just um, the I don't even know what the job, yeah, oh, mechanics and oh, yeah. and. and uh, Car fixy people. Tickets wouldn't be being written anymore because there wouldn't be like parking issues or speeding or and then insurance companies would probably be like the amount of money. So it's the AI is the driving factor, right? Just driving a truck is the most common job in 29 states. Over 3 million truckers in America, 94% men, average age 49. Uh, and then another 7 million plus Americans work in truck stops, motels and diners that rely upon the truck stopping every day. So if you succeed in having uh, 
AI driven trucks, which would save, by the way, tens of billions of dollars a year. Mm. So they're investing billions of dollars uh, in trying to solve this problem. You would devastate hundreds, thousands of communities around the United States. And that's just one very obvious, visible change we can see. Uh, there are a lot of other less conspicuous changes that will have similar impacts. So what we're saying is basically, let's let's all the robots do everything and we sit back. Yeah. Yeah, let him. Wally. Let them all do it. Yeah. And then we'll, let them and we'll get paid for it. Then let them turn on us and then we'll do a John Connor type of thing. <laughs> and then we'll all get paid for it. Yeah, that's what happened in Wally. They're all sitting around just eating, floating around on chairs. That was kind of a, a, a bad version of that. But yeah, yeah. I, got, I got one of those Roomba. Yeah. Vacuums <laughs> goes through, and, and and Wolverine they have those trucks. I remember there's that scene where the horses are on the highway and they just have all those automated. They're just they just look like trucks without the front, just like big. I don't oh my! That scene. My Tesla now can do autopilot, not just on the freeway. Can just do it around. No stop signs and shit. What, yeah. What percentage of truckers did you? The truck drivers are men. Ninety four percent. Yeah. Wow. Well, wow, women really aren't fighting for equality on that one, are they? <laughs> you, you know, don't laugh, Andrew. You know that. Anyway, so. Yeah, that's 6%. Women are going to be. I've never seen women protesting in the street. More trucker jobs. <laughs> There's going to be some, some hardened women. That's a tough job. That's yeah, a tough job. Yeah, yeah. But that. the amphetamine business is through the roof. Because of <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're going to lose their jobs too with the trucking. That's Because so many people are doing that job and then everyone has to stay awake and all type of stuff. You know, because it is better to have automated trucks safer and all that type of stuff but the jobs it's a am radio that'll go down that's what they listen to yeah, my car doesn't have am radio <laughs> i listen i listen to talk radio and the first thing i did i bought me tesla and i went hey the am i can't find the am and they go they looked at me like this this car doesn't have am <laughs> wait your car doesn't have my AM. Car doesn't have am that doesn't even make sense the new tesla doesn't have am because they, they think they're above it yeah that's sport. AM. sports are on there. I know I got to buy like satellite radio to listen to sports now, but I like to listen to Colin Cowherd go on about sports that I don't understand every morning. <laughs> I love the local sports guys. There's always they're always like so passionate and like such homers, and they just go yeah. I like I'm, one of my big things is I like to listen to Republican radio. I think it's hysterically funny. <laughs> I, I when I first came to this country, there was a guy called Mark Levin. Right? I'll tell you a story very quickly. I'm sorry. Mark Levin is this guy that's just always like, and the liberals, they're trying to do it. He's just yeah. always yelling into the microphone. He's always angry. He doesn't even have anyone in the studio with him. He's just angry by himself, <laughs> just sitting there. And so I get in the car, and I, I've been in the country for, I was going for an audition. I've been in the country for about a week, right? And he was talking about Michelle Obama. And he's so rude. He called her her, th her thighness. That's what he called her. <laughs> like a real rude bastard, right? Jesus. And then he goes, he goes, these are the liars we're dealing with. Listen to this. Listen to this. This is Michelle Obama talking to Elmo on Sesame Street. And Elmo's like this. Elmo's like this going, hey, should I have candy for dinner? And then Michelle Obama goes, oh, no, you should eat a well-balanced meal with fruits and vegetables and lean meats and grains and all this type of stuff. And then he goes, and she goes, that's, that's, her, that's her on Sesame Street. Now, I want you, <laughs> You're pretty good. I, I want you to listen to. I want you to listen to. This is her with a French president in an In-N-Out burger yesterday. <laughs> and she goes, I'll have a cheeseburger. These are the lies we're dealing with. A cheeseburger. That's incredible. She tells the children to eat vegetables and she's out eating cheeseburgers. <laughs> like that, right? And I was like, this guy's fucking insane, right? <laughs> I, I go off, I go off, I have my audition and then I go and run, I, uh, go eat lunch, right? I come back, it's about an hour and a half later. 
I get back in my car, I turn it on, and he's going, a cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> he just stretches it out. All yeah. right, if you get a chance, listen to Mark Levin. He's, he's insane. He's insane. But as a, as, a, as a person, a foreign person, I thought, oh, I, I never heard Republican radio. I, I was fascinated by it. It's... But then the problem was, I, I would listen to Republican radio constantly and laugh my ass off, and then I, I would park at a valet. <laughs> Yeah, oh, I'm in God. LA and a Mexican would park my car and then step out and look at me like, fucking hell, this guy's intense. <laughs> <laughs> Don't eat cheeseburgers around this guy. Um, all right, uh, Andrew Yang, is there anything you would like to tell us else about universal basic income? Any th interesting things that we might have missed or anything that you want to say about the Move Humanity Forward movement or anything like that? Oh, so Humanity Forward's an org um, that is trying to make universal basic income a reality. So we're doing it in a few ways. Number one is we're, we've distributed over $8 million in direct economic relief to struggling American families. Um, so if you need help or want to provide help, if you go to Move Humanity Forward, a lot of people are hurting and we're just trying to help. You know, we, we try and walk the walk. It's like one thing to be like, hey, we should give people money. But just like on the campaign trail, Jim, uh, you did that spot. Like we gave uh, a number of American families a thousand bucks a month for a year. You trial uh, because it. Oh, sorry. We just, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, we just, so we, we, we're trying to demonstrate that, look, we can do this for people and it's great. It helps them a lot. Uh, it'll help us all. Uh, we we've funded a trial of universal basic income in a small town in upstate New York called Hudson. Um, that's funded by uh, some great people, including JJ Reddick, who's an NBA player. If you're an NBA guy, yeah, he played um, for the Clippers for and, a while. Yeah, I support the Clippers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the the third thing we're doing is supporting down ballot candidates who are running on a human centered economy and universal basic income. So that's movehumanityforward.com. Uh, really thrilled that this movement has so much momentum really because we got to get this thing across the finish line we got to make it the law of the land as soon as we can uh especially during this time of crisis so that's what i'm working on right now in addition to helping joe and kamala win um and hopefully starting to solve some of the problems uh, sooner rather than later when you uh gave it to this small town did you get any negative feedback was there anyone who just went oh no i didn't care for it it wasn't it wasn't for me did any was it all positive? Did you find any hitches in it when you did the the trial? Well, we are just launching the trial, but a lot of the objections you get, Jim, are what you'd expect, which is, um, you know, uh, how are you choosing this these people? How are you choosing this town? Like, uh, who's going to get in and not get it? I mean, it's it was essentially random chance. It's like, look, just apply, and you know, like uh, as long as you, um satisfy some very basic criteria you'll get it but a lot of people are concerned and this is like the fundamental challenge we have with universal basic income that i think you actually nailed when you talk about the republican radio mm. uh is that there are two mindsets you can have in uh in life really there's like a mindset of abundance where great things are possible we can do more for people and then a mindset of scarcity which is good things are not possible and if you get it then i don't get it and there's not enough to go around and right now scarcity is winning in this country Republican radio actually just traffics in scarcity. <laughs> it's like there's this thing happening and you should care about it. And it's like, you know, someone else is pulling one over on you. It's why Trump is president. And when you show up to a town and say, we're going to try and do something very positive, people may react with like a too good to be true. There's something unfair about this. Like, I, I don't, uh, you know, I, I don't like it because they're just not used to good things happening. Right. Um, and that's and that's true for far too many Americans. And that's what we have to change. We have to let people know that 
they deserve it. Good things are possible. If enough of us get together, we can make this happen. Yeah, that, that is a real American thing. Like when, when they, they talk about healthcare and stuff like that, all I hear is like, why should I have to pay when this yeah. person doesn't? And what about mine? And this is why this plan's so great. Everyone gets the same. Mm -hmm. You can't go, why can that person and I can't and I should be able to get more and all that type of stuff. Everyone gets a thousand bucks. I'm in. You're part of the Yang gang? I'm in. I'm Yang in. I, I, I'm, nice. I'm, tell, I'm very serious. I, I, okay. I, I, I would have voted for Andrew Yang. Right, that, would have well. been, that would have been my, uh, my person, yeah. All right, the bromance continues. All right, so uh, I didn't mind Bernie, but he was a bit curmudgeonly. And I was meant to interview Bernie Sanders once on the show, and he cancelled on me at the last minute. And I still hold a grudge. <laughs> I do remember that. Wasn't he on like campaigning? Yeah, and then he, he rang he rang up one of our producers, and he goes, "Tell Jim I'm going to call him." I don't know, whatever he did like that. Right? And then he never called me. And I, I was looking at my phone all the time, going, "Oh, Sanders is going to call me." <laughs> Uh, Andrew, Andrew Andrew comes to the show, so uh, that's how you get my vote. I don't think he came to your show. Just He's on it. right now. Uh, oh, on our show. I yeah, thought you yeah. meant like your live stand-up. Okay. Um, all right. Well, that's it. Uh, Andrew Yang, thank you for being here. Um, please check out his podcast, uh, yangspeaks.com. You can find it. And Humanity Forward is at movehumanityforward.com. We'll put all those links on our Instagram, IDKAT podcast, and also on the YouTube clip. Um, anything? Any closing thoughts? Really, keep up the great work. The advertisers are on their way. <laughs> uh, thank you for being on the show, Andrew. Look, I fully support what you're doing here, and I, I, I wish you the best of luck. And if you ever want to come to a gig or something, hit me up. And where, where do you live? Um, New York, mostly. Okay, well, I, well during COVID, so I'll see you in 2025. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll reach out on social media. I would love to stay in touch. And I'm genuinely a fan uh, of yours, Jim. I think you've got a really great message. Uh, and it's oh, presented in a way do. that different types of people will um, like uh, just like and trust. So I appreciate the heck out of you. Oh, thank you, sir. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. All right. Uh, Bye, guys. Keep taking care of him. I know how it goes. <laughs> Bye. All right. If you're at a party and someone goes, let me a hundred bucks. Go, uh, give me a thousand bucks. And then they'll go, I don't know about that. And then you just walk away. Mm. Yeah, that's confusing. But yeah, we'll good work. <laughs>